is Isaac. And that's Maddie. And welcome to the Game Over Hangover podcast. All right, you guys, we know it has been a very, very long time since we've recorded an episode lately. But you know what? We are still kicking. We're still going. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Trying to do it when we can, like we say. And, um, you know, we're back at it again. Yes, sir. And it has been a wonderful, wonderful year. Just with a lot of lots of good stuff coming that has come out over the past year and stuff coming coming out soon. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun year. Next year will be a little questionable, but yeah, especially with all those uh, with all the writers and acting strikes and everything, you know, everything getting pushed back. It's like you know, studio the studios just gotta realize, man. Like, come on, just pay your people their shit. And then yeah. make the good product, and that's how you get more money. <coughs> but I get that they're going towards the whole artificial <laughs> intelligence thing, all the AI craze, right? That's oh, oh, um, yep, you're good. The whole AI craze that's been going on right now, and it's just like, yeah. it's it's questionable. It's, and the well, and the main thing is, is it's really in its infancy. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, I mean, granted, like when it gets along, it'll be a lot better, but it's like, why would you want to, all the things you're feeding it is other people's ideas anyway, so it's not like, and then with the CGI thing too, it's like, it's okay, but it's like, you, you know, it's like someone's, like not someone's face or like, you can see it's like. Like with the fucking Flash movie and shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> yes, which we will do a full depth cover of that yeah. on a future episode because we've been actually going out and seeing a lot of movies lately. We went and saw The Flash. We did uh, with uh, Paramount Plus just dropped Transformers: Rise of the Beast, which we were talking about that for a while. Yeah, really, uh, really overhyped movie, but we'll get full into depth of that. Same thing with The Flash, I, I'd guess. I mean, that had a lot of negative press behind it, too, because of Ezra Miller, which yeah. which we knew that was going to happen. But all I'm going to say about the Flash movie, 70-year-old Michael Keaton Batman still kicks ass, man. Dude, I'm sorry. He's the best thing about that movie. It's like the, the movie tried so hard just to be a Batman movie, pretty much, is what it felt like to me. It's like, oh, yeah, cram all these other Batman in here. You know, you got Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton. Other yeah. other characters that will get into other actors that will get into our full dive, even though you know yeah. the movie's been out for over a month. Yeah, but yeah, we'll get into that one. Yeah, and then, but yeah, uh, we've been diving deep, deep into Star Wars lately, as per usual. Which there's yeah. a lot of lot of good shit coming out with the new Ahsoka series coming out. Which oh, dude, it looks. Oh, I'm so excited for it. It's it's a it looks great. Yeah. Get to see all of our all of our favorite characters from Rebels come back. We got as we got Ezra Bridger, Sabine Wren, Hera Syndulla, and the War Machine Chopper. Yeah. The, I I really hope we get to see Chop like Chopper fucking some shit up. I if something does if Chopper doesn't make something explode at least five times i'm i'm gonna be pissed oh yeah he should have a high body count on my so like you know, press driving the ship blowing up ships like oh yeah and then uh hopefully they're gonna meet up with zeb too i mean we got that and 
got to see him in uh, the Mandalorian. So yeah, Zeb. Which actually, Stephen Stephen Bloom, who voices Zeb, did the did the facial motion capture for it too. Oh yeah. So that's why a lot of that looks looked pretty cool. Oh yeah. But yeah, like even like with that, like like with Star Wars and stuff, they have a lot of money and they put into it. But like you can still tell, like it's CGI and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. I really don't care because it's like. You know, I mean, the quality, other than, like, I'd say the sequel trilogy, the quality of Star Wars, for me personally, hasn't really gone down as far as, like, you know, working with Disney and all that. Yeah. Well, they have the money to back it, but... Um, I mean, I unlike just... unlike the MCU, however, which we'll get into that with a future episode, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Like, I, they're, I could just imagine, like, all right, we already fucked up Marvel enough, we cannot fuck up Star Wars. No. We're, we're we're still suffering the backlash from the fucking sequel trilogy man yeah that's that's true and with uh star wars too like um with the directors and stuff they like to use um where they can they like to use like practical effects yeah with, like costume like because when you're um close up with a camera with a like up to an alien and stuff like that especially when talking or like as a role and stuff like they really want to use like the makeup and like bring that to life so but yeah like uh we should bring like i don't know practical effects practical practical point. effects are always to me always better than cgi yeah for yeah. a clear clear example i always point out where i prefer practical effects over cgi especially like like makeup and prosthetics and shit like that yeah the lord of the rings trilogy compared to the hobbit trilogy the orcs in Lord of the Rings were very, were just really big dudes and heavy black makeup and all that shit. Like you can yeah. tell, but the orcs in The Hobbit were all CGI and it was fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's why I'm glad that they brought back the practical effects for the Lord of the Rings series on Amazon. Yeah. Which, by the way, if you haven't watched Rings of Power for any of you diehard lord of the rings fans out there i'll admit it's it's not exactly a it's not exactly in line with tolkien's original works but it is a very fantastic fantasy series nonetheless i highly recommend it but yeah oh yeah and yeah something like that like back in the day where like where they were just figuring out cgi they used to like they only used it for like the big scenes where they needed like you know hundreds of thousands of people like in the army and stuff like that where they had like the big battles but like most of that in stuff battle stuff that was shot like practical practical doesn't get without hurting anybody but like yeah was, like most things were shot like raining on them they had like swords and stuff like that but like the big outer scenes were like with the big armies rushing or like you see them over there it's like you know what i mean okay i could see you know at some point yeah you gotta use <laughs> But I like uh, I like uh, you like the old school where it's like the combo where you you know what I mean you just used it to kind of touch up here and there but not use it to make like you know pretty much your whole movie or like half your movie yeah or a main stake in your like you know what I mean like you're actually paying attention to the character not like like what the character actually like oh my god I can, you know yeah it's like a cartoon on there so. But yeah, I like the you know actual effects and, stuff and that's like that. that's what it does that's what i like about the star wars shows compared to like the movies yeah especially like the sequel trilogy it's like you you can tell there's obviously a lot of 
yeah cgi I mean, in there especially for like the space battles and stuff but most of it is just built up sets yeah keeping keeping in line with like a lot of what george lucas did which he actually filmed on location in in egypt and shit for tattoo for most tattooing stuff like that yeah that's what yeah like star wars like they actually go to locations and like build like practical sets and stuff but like they're in stuff and then like you know obviously yeah. for space and ships and stuff like that but i mean they used to um they used to build like a uh, mock ships like the cockpits and stuff yeah and then like kind of but no they did that they did that a lot for the prequel trilogy as well yeah especially since those movies were about 70 to 80 percent all cgi which I'm, it still holds up. See, yeah. that's that's how crazy it is thinking about CGI and stuff like that nowadays. Uh, it's like, yeah, we watched, we watched. Uh, oh, I'm trying to think of a movie that just had like really bad. Well, The Flash. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Yeah, like the wackest looking CGI I've ever seen. I'm just like, yeah. And the, then you go the, back to Star Wars, the stuff from like the early to early 2000s to mid 2000 like early 2010s and that shit still holds up to this day yeah because it's like that that's when they were first like using cgi where they were using like the practical stuff for up close but then like once it gets like the outer like to build like the background and stuff like that yeah to add like the little pieces and stuff so it was usually meant to like touch up films more than be like the main focus and and like like they don't do like they don't build like this like the they don't they don't build they don't build on it anymore yeah they just generate it straight from a straight into their computers chair and you're holding this and you got all the dots on you but like back in the day you had to sit in a cockpit and stuff like that and just have like the mask on like record your face movements in it or like be in front of a green scene but you actually be like in in a mock-up ship but like you know what i mean and then they put all the blinking lights and all the stuff on it and touch it up and, and post and stuff like that. But now you're just sitting in a chair, you know, in front of a green screen with the dot suit and you're, you know, holding the steering wheel and you're like, Oh yeah, I gotta pretend I'm in a ship. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, but now like a lot of the shows and stuff too are doing a lot more, like I said, doing a lot more. Uh, one show that we actually watched that dropped last year that we never really got into was Kenobi. Yeah. We never got to talk about that. And I, I, I'm just going to say it. It is some of the, my personal opinion, some of the best Star Wars content I've gotten in a while. Just because, you know, I grew up watching all the prequels and stuff. Those are my favorite movies. And they, yeah. like I said, they brought back Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen, uh, fucking old wrinkly ball sack face Palpatine. Yeah. Just like continue to build on all these, all these characters. And it's yeah. like, you get to see Vader like in his actual prime. Yeah. Dude. And Vader is a fucking beast, bro. Fuck. Yeah. That, that rematch fight between him and Obi just, Oh, Oh dude. I still get chills. Just thinking about it. Fuck. Yeah like oh they actually get to see it like don't they fight twice they do they do fight twice one one where obi is being a little bitch just running away yeah 
He's like, he's like, no, I, d- I don't want to kill my friend. He's like, you're my friend. I don't want to kill you. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> you did not kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. Uh, just oh, seeing, man. just seeing Hayden Christensen come back just made me so fucking happy. Except oh. for, except for the flashback scene that they had where it showed Obi Wan and Anakin like fight, like sparring. Yeah. It's like okay, so that's supposed to be Anakin when he's supposed to be like a nineteen-year-old still. This is like uh-huh. just immediately either right before, right before Attack of the Clones. Yeah. And here comes Anakin looking like a forty-year-old man and <laughs> shit, and be like, hmm. Hmm. Okay, can't can't CGI can't CGI some of that shit. <laughs> can nobody be putting it on him? Wearing his ass out. Put put some years off. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, it was definitely nice seeing him. Seeing and just just him. just the love that Hayden Christensen is getting now because of it. It's like the prequels actually have aged very well, and that that makes me really happy because. Uh, I watch a lot of the Star Wars, a lot of the coverage from Star Wars Celebration, and Hayden Christensen was actually crying on stage because, like, I just feel so much love in this room right now, and it's amazing. Yeah, well, a lot of that comes from um, like the older, attack, like the like, um, like, um, like after the movies, like the uh, animated series and stuff like that. So, yeah, a lot of the love for the characters yeah. came from, and that's what Hayden Christian even said. He's like, thank you to, he did a big shout out to the creative team behind the Clone Wars. Yeah. And like the voice actors and stuff for, for fleshing out the characters. Yeah. And to where he could build a basis to improve his own character off of that. Yeah. So it's like you, you just don't get that. You get a better understanding of like his character and stuff like that. And then like you actually get like a real represent like more filler of like that inside so it's not just those small seeds and you're like oh he's just a crybaby this whole time but it's like it's like no you actually see why he <laughs> you see he goes through some shit yeah <laughs> you know, he's like he's like he's like daddy windu don't trust me they, they all hate me yeah padme's got a boyfriend that she won't let me choke the fuck out <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I can't fuck my wife. The fuck? But yeah, but yeah, so. And I like how they kind of like based uh, the look off of them too. From uh, off of Christian. So it's like you get more of that. More of that. Uh, Characterization. From them. Yeah. yeah. So you like you more. You more. Yeah, that I noticed that when they started, like the more the Clone Wars series progressed, because the because the art because the CGI got better, the artwork, the animation got better over time. Yeah, and it's like, oh yeah, these characters actually look like they're they're live action actors now, and it's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's so. like you know, I love that studios are doing that now, like getting voice actors and stuff, like more or more credit to like live action. Yeah, characters that. that like something that we actually just watched quite recently, which something I've been geeking out about for a while since I heard about it. The Star Trek Strange New Worlds season two episode that crosses over with Star Trek Lower Decks. Yes. 
and we we have talked about lower decks quite a bit taking a break from star wars for a second it's just we we got to talk about this man it's it was so fucking good oh yeah like the the lower decks cast jack quaid and tawny newson i think that's newsome yeah i think that's her name they just went full they just went full throttle with their characters and it's like you know having it like see them right there alive it's like nobody else could have played their characters better yeah and and you know what i mean and yeah it's like jack quaid did did all the like did like all the mannerisms that boinler has like he did the the weird like little sidestep walk yeah all right we are so sorry about that still having some slight technical issues had to adjust some stuff our recording actually oh shit there we go our recording actually got cut out halfway through what we were talking about. Uh, we were talking about the Star Trek Lower Decks crossover episode. Yeah. Which, yeah, we were talking about the how well the voice actors translated their characters into live action and just seeing them interact with, like, the crew, the seriousness of of the crew of the Enterprise. Like, Spock's just... Yeah. Oh, yeah, Spock's just being Spock and then Boiler's comedic stuff. Makes him laugh, but he's just like, "Oh, I broke Spock. He's not supposed to laugh." Like, it's like just those mannerisms and stuff like that. Seeing it like live action, it's like it's it makes for a fucking great time. Yeah. Honestly, this episode gives me a solid ten out of ten. I a very rare ten out of ten for me, but it was I was lo- very much looking forward to this episode. It was it was good. Yeah, it was definitely good. definitely hilarious just like i don't know blended so well just like yeah blended blended both good for the for the um animation too because they had animation scenes as well where you know it start the episode starts off with the crew from lower decks as their animated versions yeah then they get sent through a time portal and Yeah, Next thing you know, you see them, see them all live action, and just the details on their uniforms and everything was just so good. The the con badges, Boinler's purple hair, just yeah, ah, dude. Like I said, man, Jack Quaid is a fucking good, so good at playing these nerdy characters, and I love it. Uh, and the 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 girl who played uh, the live action Mariner, like that's like she she pulled it like. <laughs> She killed her role too. It's just like, oh my god, it's like exactly how she... Besides, like all the crazy animated stuff, it's like, oh, the scene is just like. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you know, she, yeah, she was out here breaking the rules, getting the getting the crew of the Enterprise fucked up with some drinks that she made from the future and shit. Uh, which, yeah. which that might actually explain something. I I had a theory about this. It's like. Okay, so at the end of the episode, the the crew of the Enterprise drinks their drinks the drinks that. <laughs> that mariner made with like the authentic ingredients from from the orions that they met and next thing you know they're all they're all animated being all like hmm what what are we drinking it's like you know i'm starting to feel weird it's like are my my, my eyes bigger everything just feels so two-dimensional and spock's like my arm does not do this while it's just flailing around (laughs) all stretched out just like (laughs) and like my my eyes bigger are my eyes bigger like what the fuck is in these drinks? And it's like you know, my theory is that that's why Star Trek Lower Decks is animated. We're seeing it from the point of Mariner's view, and Mariner's yeah. always fucked up. 
Like, uh, is it, she's constantly getting hammered. Yeah. So it's like that's why that's why it looks so good. Yeah, that's what's all anime. It's like everything's like, yeah. I mean, yeah, makes sense. Here's most of the stories. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's just a little deep. That's just a little thing I just wanted to say. Oh, come on. Oh yeah, I mean it kind of makes sense too because she's the one always uh, like telling the stories and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, oh, did you hear about this? Did you hear about you know what I mean? Or here's something from somebody, or, or like you know, knows the scoop about this, or how to. <laughs> For a slacker, so, she knows she knows a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, it's just a you know, she just wants to yeah you know, go out and party and get fucked up. And <laughs> Bitch wants to just party in space. Oh yeah, I, I don't know if it says how long she's been on that ship. That's her sixth. Sixth so ship. She's been on a couple other ones, I think. That's her sixth ship. Um, and the only reason she's stuck on that one is because her mom's okay. the her mom's the captain. It's like, okay, so if you can't make it here, you can't get kicked out of Starfleet. Yeah. It's like, no, I just want to go party around the universe, man. And the yeah. easiest way to do that is in Starfleet. Yeah. Like send her to the brig. Ha, ah, jokes on you. Yeah. I love I love I love the brig. <laughs> the brig is my happy place. Oh uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they feed you, and you fucking don't have to work, like, and you still travel around space. Soon you're going to get out, like, you're not going to live there, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but yeah. But yeah, back to what we were talking about earlier with uh, Star Wars, we were just watching the Kenobi series. I mean, I was just re-watching it back a while ago, and I realized we never really touched up and talked about that. Like, we were talking about all the Star Wars shows, and it's just like... yeah. Kenobi was, in my opinion, some of the best Star Wars we've gotten in a very long time. Not not to not to not to shit on the first two seasons of The Mandalorian because I love The Mandalorian. Yeah. But Kenobi just Kenobi made me very happy as a as a diehard prequel fan, especially because that's when those were the movies that came out when I was a kid. Yeah. It's like, you know, you got to see Hayden Christensen come back, Ewan McGregor, and just like, oh, uh, yeah, it but... dived. It dived more into the depth of the relationship between Kenobi and and Darth Vader, not Kenobi and Anakin, but Kenobi and Darth Vader. Yeah, like you get to see yeah. Vader in his prime. He's just all angry and pissed off, and he will absolutely murder anyone who just looks at him the wrong way. Yeah, he don't give. Nah, dude. Nah, dude. Like when he's hunting for Kenobi on that on that one desert planet when he's on the run with Leia, just. For, yeah. Just force choke grabs a guy and just immediately just twists his hand and yeah. snaps snaps. I don't even think it was it was a man. I think it was a child. <laughs> yeah, he's killing anybody and everybody. Just like, <laughs> just like, just be like, I'm just here for Kenobi. Yeah. Fuck all of you. Hell yeah. So, yeah. And dude, that's that's why I liked. It's like, yeah, I get that you know it's Disney, and you know Disney likes to make the family friendly stuff. No, but Kenobi got dark, man. You see the flashbacks of Order sixty six, which yes, we've gotten a lot of those over the years. But you actually get to see Anakin actually murking those kids. Yeah, like it doesn't shy. The camera doesn't shy away. You actually get to see him like straight up just like slashing at all these younglings and shit. It's just like, oh. Oh damn! Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Disney shit. Oh yeah. 
and you get to uh, uh, like you said, see him in his prime, like see him like when he's accepting Vader and like yeah, see him at like Vader is all there is. Yeah, and seeing um, Kenobi come come to terms with that, like because I mean, the whole deep in his heart, like he was still trying to save his friend. He was still trying to save his friend. Like in there, you get to see them fight a couple times. Yeah, the entire time he's just like talking, talking to him, be like, Anakin, I'm sorry, and Vader's like, you did not kill Anakin Skywalker, I did, and uh, you actually see that that broken hearted look in Obi Wan's eyes is like, damn, this isn't my friend, this isn't my bro, this ain't my homie. Yeah, it's like I don't know, I don't know you anymore, man. I wipe my hands with you. Yeah, actually, that's, yeah, but yeah, like, it was telling a good story too, like like a like a like a good like in between, like a good yeah, the good uh, the in between period yeah. that Star Wars is, has been trying to touch up on. Yeah, between and, episode three and episode four. Yeah, and it gave you another look at um at Leia, Leia too. So yeah, Leia being you... based on you know just Luke, like you know what I mean. But yeah, you get to see why him. why but, Leia is so rebellious and independent yeah. and just does whatever the fuck she wants because because little Leia is cute, she's adorable, she's an adorable little princess. But no, that is not Padme's daughter. She is Anakin's daughter, straight up. Yeah, she she is cocky. She is arrogant. She causes more. She causes the most more trouble. Just more and more trouble. Yeah, loosely. Yeah, every time you you get her and think. Think we're, we're safe. Oh, no. Nope, Leia Le- got stuck in an air vent. Yeah. Nope, Leia got, Le- got kidnapped again. God yeah. damn it. Oh, here's Vader. Oh, here's the quiz. It's like, oh my god, what? Uh oh, why is this happening right now? It's like, well, I gotta, you gotta face him. Tried to run away. Like, no, I can't do it right now, Anakin. Can't find out you have a daughter. But yeah, it was definitely dope. Definitely seeing seeing them great fighting. Them both fight like the both of the, Well, the first one was the first really one was just you know Obi Wan trying to run away, being like being held back by his own fear. Is like it's like I don't want to kill my friend, but I don't want my friend to kill me. Yeah. And then the third fight, you actually see that you know he's not fighting for just himself. Yeah. He's fighting for Luke and Leia. Yeah. For for the future of of the not only just the Jedi but for the future of the entire galaxy, and he's just like you know what, it's like fuck. I have the power. I have the power. And dude, when you see him use his force abilities against Vader, it, oh my god, just picking up all those rocks and just starts chucking them at him. Yeah. He's like ha ha. He's like Vader's like I have the high ground now. Which I'm a little mad that they never said anything about that. Like he, he didn't crack Vader will cracked a joke about that. Like yeah. I have the high ground, Obi Wan. The next scene you see Obi Wan, haha, you may have the high ground, but I am the high ground. Oh yeah. And it's just like you know, a lot of the other characters were really interesting too. Like the, it was very heavily focused on the Inquisitors as well. Or at least one of them, the third sister, Reva, who was a pat, who was a who was a youngling that survived Order sixty six, who knew Anakin was Vader. Yeah, 
Well, he. I think that that was the flashback, wasn't it? Was her and she was one of the. She was the young, young one of the younglings trying to run away. Yeah. And Vader stabbed her, but she she played dead. But but, yeah. but 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 Vader knew. Vader knew. Well, he can. Well, they can have. They have. Well, they can look in the future, but like he can probably feel like it's the same. It's the same. Pre- it's the same presence. Yeah. He's just like, hmm. I know this child. <laughs> this I have your blood on my feet. <laughs> this this child wants to murder me. And it's like you know that's. It's like you really gotta think about that. That's all she wants to do is like that's why she's an inquisitor is to just kill Vader. Yeah. Not even take his place or anything. Just be like, you know what? No, no. We we just want this man dead. Yeah. You gotta think about and, that's a lot of work, man. Climbing yeah. up through the ranks of the Empire, yeah. just. And you gotta think about like if Vader knew like all the shit he made her do before, like. He, Vader was just getting a kick out of it. He was like, yeah, be like, like hmm, let's see how far, let's see how far you, you're willing to go. Let's see how much you're willing to commit to this. Yeah. Was, yeah. He definitely was like, yeah. Like, no, 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 no Vader was the definite, was the, in that moment, was the very definition of hold my beer. Yeah. Because they had a, because him and Riva, she tried to take her shot, but Vader's like, come at me, bitch. He was just toying with her. He wasn't even using his lightsaber. He was just ragdolling her with the force and shit. Be like, be like, "Mm, sorry, swing and a miss, swing and a miss, swing and a miss. Hey, look what I can do. Ha ha. Now I have your lightsabers. Ha ha. Fuck you. You thought you were gonna get close? Like, what? What were you thinking? Like, come on. Like I didn't know. Like I am Vader. Like I'm. I, I am Vader. I am your boss. I'm the head of the Inquisitorius. You y'all answer to me. Yeah. Y'all lucky y'all even here. <laughs> it's like you you gotta think too. Like really, what was going through her head? This like, cause she knew he was Anakin Skywalker. Like the best Jedi in the entire order of that time. True, he was never given the rank of master. But he was the only Jedi Knight on the Jedi Council at the time, even if it was only for like, I don't know, a day. <laughs> yeah, you made it. It's like that's one of the best swordsmen in the in the entire galaxy. And you know, you know he's not shy about killing anybody. Yeah. You see you see his, you see that he's constantly murking people and just casually shrugging it off. Yeah, he sends you to kill people. He sends you to kill Jedi's. Like and that that was one thing too especially for one of the locations like i was talking about uh castle or fortress inquisitorious they had an entire trophy room of all like the dead jedi that they had yeah like they that they found and not just you know the men and the women but the children too Mm -hmm. and seeing obi-wan look in horror at that is just like oh oh shit yeah they were hunting all of them that was order 66 so (laughs) But they kept, but they kept, but damn, Vader's a sick fuck keeping all the dead corpses just preserved like that. It's like, hmm, see, this is what's going to happen to you. Put you on the wall, put you, (laughs) stuff you, put you, put you in the room. 
Right, I'm excited, and like the the Inquisitor lightsabers as well. I didn't think that those would translate well into live action at all, but I was wrong, dude. Those lightsabers yeah, really. were nice. Oh man, I'm just sad we didn't see Did they fly with them? No, but I think we're gonna we're going to in the Ahsoka series because she's gonna be facing off against an Inquisitor. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. The, the spinning on them and stuff. Yeah, it was it was good. And when Reva's and they can come apart too into two individual lightsabers, I didn't even know that. And that shit was when Vader broke that shit apart. I was like, oh, oh damn, damn, he's got two lightsabers. This man's about to go fucking beast mode. Hell yeah, uh, definitely a lot, uh, definitely a good series, and a lot of good cameos in it too. Oh yeah, you had yeah, little Easter eggs. Yeah, little Easter eggs to other characters and even to some of the actors themselves. Like you had Tamara Morrison jumping in in clone armor as a homeless Clone Wars vet. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, I get to see Boba in live action Clone Wars armor. I was like, fuck yeah. Oh yeah. Then even Ewan McGregor's own daughter was was even in was in the black markets. She was the kid trying to sell him the spice. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Be like, yeah, Kenobi in a spice den. <laughs> Dogs some good. Fuck oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and even in uh at the end too where he gets fucking Sir Liam Neeson's Yes, <laughs> dude, I was that was the one thing I was fucking hoping for. It's like, are we actually gonna see fucking Liam Neeson's? Like it's the end of the series. I'm like, I, I swear to god, if I don't see Liam Neeson in this shit, I'm I will flip my shit. And then there it goes, just popping up, being like, being like, well, it's about time. I'm like, yeah, that's what we're supposed to tell you, you you space ghost looking fuck. Yeah. Finally, there you are. Last fucking 30 seconds. Yep, that was one, that's the last, I think that was the last time Liam Neeson is going to be Qui-Gon. Was it, no, no, he did uh, Tales of the Jedi too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had a little voice work in Tales of the Jedi, which was also a good, good little anthology short series for any Clone Wars fans whatsoever. Because you actually get to see, there's a lot of lore in Tales of the Jedi, too. Like, you get to see Count Dooku's downfall into becoming... Oh, yeah. Downfall from the Jedi, and... It's like, yeah, I I can see why why Dooku did that shit. It really does mirror Anakin a lot. Yeah. It's like, hmm, yeah, Dooku's a little too predict, a little too unpredictable. Be like, yeah, you're not gonna be a Jedi. You're not gonna be on the Council there, bud. We're gonna give it to to Sammy Jackson over here. Yeah. And just like, yeah, that's that's why he went to the downfall. That's why he went. That's that was his downfall. Yeah, fuck got got passed up for a promotion. Young man, because I. I want to bend the rules and not always, you know. Be like, I want, I want to fight for the people, not for the corporations. Yeah. It's like you all just want to fight for the corporations from the corrupt Senate. Fuck you. We're here for the people. Fuck yeah. And the weird, the weirdest thing about Tales of the Jedi too is that we finally got to see a character, like in action, that a lot of people, especially prequel fans, know well of, and that's uh, the female Yoda, Yaddle. Yeah. And that was, I'm not going to lie, dude. I was really fucking shocked when Yaddle actually talked normal. 
So, so that's my question is like, like if, if Yaddle talks normal, like, like you and me are talking right now, yeah. is like, is Yoda just fucking with people the entire time by talking backwards? Okay. It's, 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 I mean, fun. I mean, I wouldn't blame him and be like that. That would seem like a very Yoda thing to do. He'd be like, be like, be like, hmm. What do you think he was doing in that fucking swamp, bro? Eating shrooms and fucking smoking. He was, he was on the fucking trip, bro. He was just communing. He was communing with the forest, man. Nature, man. Communing. Everything is one, man. One is everything, right? <laughs> this guy crashes a ship. He's like, oh, man. Yeah. That sucks. You should probably get that out of there. It's like, I can't get that out of there. You can't. Like that? Like, yeah. well, okay, well, <laughs> you should probably learn. <laughs> but for someone else, not for me. I'm gonna go back to bed. <sighs> oh, but I'm... I got, but I got a question. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> Be like, no more questions. No more I'm questions. dead. No more questions. I'm. I'm gonna die now. Okay. Yeah, that was one question too many. No. <laughs> I mean, crash your ship, and then you got questions for me. Like, yeah. That's not cool, man. <laughs> it's not cool, man. But yes, if you definitely want to check out Tales of the Jedi, I highly recommend it. Watching at least the Ahsoka Essential episodes before the Ahsoka series drops on August 21st on Disney+. Plus, Which we are getting a two-episode premiere for that. And I'd, apparently the runtime's pretty lengthy. Like at least maybe an hour and 15 minutes each episode. Nice. I mean, I'd be like, I'd be like, I'm like, yo, hey, yo. I mean, if it's, if it's longer than an hour and a half, then I'll just fucking take it. I don't even care if it is. That's what it is. I'll take an hour long episode each. That, that works perfect for me, man. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. I want to get as much content as we can. Yeah, man. There's been, there's definitely been no shortage of Star Wars content lately. Like I said, we were talking about Tales of the Jedi, uh, Kenobi, and a lot of that takes place during like the prequels to the, to the post or pre Galactic Civil War era. Now we're going to be looking towards post Galactic Civil War era, which is the Mandalorian era, because we finally, we have been able to sit down and watch the Mandalorian season three. Which has been, which has just dropped this past March. We will get, uh, which we will get into right after this quick little break. And we are back. All right, so jumping right along to what we were talking about here, uh, the Ahsoka series. We are very much looking forward to that because, oh my god, dude, it's just it's just a continuation off of Rebels from where it left off, and now we're jumping back into the into the Mandalorian timeline. So it's starting to set up the the works of like the First Order and everything for the sequels, and you see all like the remnants of the Empire you know, struggling to gain a foothold again, regroup their forces. Yeah. And that's like, it's great to see Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka as well. Oh, yeah. 
And every time I see her, like in the Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett or whatever, it's just like, ah, there's there's Ahsoka. It's like, ah, oh, this Rosario Dawson. It's like, damn. Oh, yeah. And it looks like she's bringing her fucking A game for this. Like, I've been, some of the combat from the trailer just looks so good. Oh, yeah. And we're getting, we're getting a brand new lightsaber color to the new Star Wars mythos now. A color that has not been seen in canon as of late. Yeah. And that is orange. Nice. Which I, I don't know what that means. I think it's just meaning for Dark Jedi or something. Jedi who who follow the path of the dark side but don't fully commit to it. I guess yeah. I mean, I don't really know what the story is going to be. All I know is is that Ahsoka is looking for Ezra Bridger and Thrawn, which after after all the nice little hints and we've gotten about him from the previous shows and stuff, it's like now we actually get to see the blue boy himself, and he he looks good. It, oh, it just looks so good. And it's the it's the actual voice actor for him too from the Rebel series as well. Is it? It is. Oh, and man. like we were talking about, man, it's like I, we love it when the voice actors jump to the change to live action and they include them in the process. It's like, oh, especially if it's an icon, it's such a good voice for Thrawn as well. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the same voice actors for hair or no? Uh, no, it's not. The uh, the actors are being changed for the Rebels characters. The only ones that's still staying the same is Zeb, which we finally got to see a look at him in The Mandalorian Season 3. He made a nice little cameo as a New Republic uh, captain in the in the Navy, and it's like, uh, he, he showed up and he, it just, it looked really good. Yeah. It's like, I, I, was, I was a little worried that he was probably the one character that wouldn't translate that well. But yeah, he, he did. He did very so. Hopefully, yeah. Like I said, it's a continuation of Rebels. Hopefully they all get... Well, it seems yeah, most of them get back together. So hopefully they pick him up. And it's definitely going to be exciting to see fucking... Yeah, he gets Sabine Red fucking live action. Yes, and who is actually... Who, from what the trailer looks like, it looks like her path after the events of Rebels is... Is sort of taking her into the path of becoming a Jedi. It's like a Mandalorian Jedi at that. It's like, ooh, because she was she was stepping up to be Ahsoka's apprentice. Yeah. Which that proves an interesting point. Is like, you know, I never really figured Sabine to be a force sensitive character. Yeah. But I mean, maybe she is because she had such a deep connection with Ezra. Maybe she's the key to finding him. Yeah. I mean, and she, like... I mean, she's taken up Ezra's saber, too. His green one. Yeah. And she she wielded the... No. The dark saber. The dark saber for a while, didn't she? Well, for a little bit, but... Well, that's gonna be interesting, too, because she's Mandalorian, and then yeah. what happened in the Mandalorian with the Mandalorians getting back together. It's gonna be... Gonna be interesting if she has to call for backup or anything, like, or if she knows about all the stuff that's happening. I mean, probably not. She's probably been isolated because she's always been sort of an outcast among even her own people too. Yeah, that's why she fits so well in with the with the rebels. Yeah, because she's always like painting her armor and her hair. And like, yeah. Know, so. yeah. 
with Rebel and Rebelling in the Mandalorian. Metro. Be like, be like, fuck your, fuck your rules, fuck your tradition. Yeah. yeah, but I'm saying it'll be interesting too because now, like I said, uh, with um, with what's her name, um, bringing the Mandalorians together. Uh, Bo-Katan? Yeah, with Bo-Katan bringing the Mandalorian. See that? Mandalorian see that's together. why. That's why I was kind of hoping maybe Sabine would have shown up in Mandalorian season three. Yeah. Which that was. Which there was a lot of filler in that season. Like it was. Yeah. It was a good season, but it took a too much focus away from Mando. Yeah. Which Pedro Pascal even admitted that he's not even in the suit anymore. He's just strictly voiceover roles now. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you know the. Sh- there's been a status quo shift, you know, now that. Yeah. Now that I mean, Bo Katan's getting more screen time, it's like, oh, so she's transitioning to becoming the Mandalorian now. Yeah. It's like she brought together her people. The Mandalorian. The, the, the Mando. Yeah. She is the Mandalore. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, like, at the end of it, I mean, he went. At the end of it, Moff Gideon fucking. Oh, the most. Most most heartbreaking defeat of the of the series is when Moff Gideon crushed the dark saber. Huh. It's like, oh, why, why? I mean, I get why, but why? why? I mean, yeah, you don't want you don't want infighting between all the other Mandalorians. Be like, oh yes, now I am the strongest. Be like, nah. It it makes sense from a standpoint, yeah. from a certain point of view, so to speak. Well, I know. That's like one of the weapons to help you. But seeing fucking Moff Gideon in that armor. Oh, his his man his super commando mando armor. Oh my god. I was like, dude, where the fuck was this action figure? Yeah. It's like, oh. where was this action figure when we actually met the motherfucker? Yeah. Well, I, I bet you it's coming. Mm, I, I hope so. If I ever get a chance to meet him again, get his autograph signed next to my other moth, which is somewhere around here. Actually, it's not even in here. It's in the other room. But anyways, but yeah, The Mandalorian season three, there were a lot of it. A lot of it was a lot. It was the filler season. Yeah. You know, it had a big climactic ending, which was nice. It, it drove the story back back home. Yeah. But Mando and Bogotan were just going around doing a bunch of random shit for for no reason. I mean, other than to recruit other Mandalorians, but you know, they had to deal with fucking pirates and Yeah. And Christopher Lloyd and droids and fucking. Jack Black and Lizzo just being their goofy little selves. Fucking. Which I'm not gonna dude, I love that. i that that yeah. episode gets a lot of hate. Just because, you know, there's just so much going on. Yeah. It's like a lot of unnecessary stuff going on. But, I mean... At it, the same time, though, Jack Black's in Star Wars, man! Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it may seem like it, uh, like it, uh, like they're doing a bunch of nothing, but, I mean, they're making connections, so, like... Yeah. You know what I mean? So they can fucking live in peace and people can spread the word, like, you know, Mando's aren't, you know bad people they helped us out and like you know what i mean like they're not fucking trying to get their rep up yeah reputation a little little be like we go we go whoever pays us the credits yeah well not not as with that but like not like they're not like fucking warring people anymore like they're trying to get back together they're trying to make them make a living out here you know what i mean 
So we'll help you out. You help us out. Like we, you know, do some trades and shit. Cause I mean, starting a new fucking colony or a new fucking race or whatever we'll call it. <laughs> a new whatever. We're, 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 we're back on our home planet. You know, we, yeah. we, 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 we uh, relit the great forge. It's uh, like, yeah. Manda. Yeah, like you know, I liked I like seeing the little training scene. Grogu, they strapped a little little paintball dart blaster onto his arm. It's like bigger than his own, half of his body. Yeah, he just jumps around. Okay. He's just jumping around, messing with some kid. He's like, hey, I had a little bit of training, but this is just continuing it. So, and now I'm a Mandalorian. Wait, I have Jedi. I have well, not half, but some. Jedi training, and now Mandalorian gonna fuck some shit up. So it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I just want to see them two do a bounty. No, you stay here. No, stay. No, no, <laughs> no. Like no. Yeah, he gets, he gets his own little mech suit. I forgot about that. Out of the droid, out of the out of the fucking IG eighty eight or IG eleven droid makes Grogu a walking mech. Just like with the yes or no button. Yes. Yes. No. 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 Yeah. I, I think he likes it. Yes. Yes. Hey, we did our best. Put them together. Yeah. But this current season of the Mandalorian, but this last season of the Mandalorian, you know, it was, it was good. You got to see... Like I said, you get to see Moff Gideon, what Moff Gideon's plan was, and that was to make clones of himself, but powered with the Force to make himself into like the ultimate warrior. Because he had the Mandalorian armor, yeah. He had the the clones. He had the blood of little baby Grogu. Yeah, it's just like I just want to make myself all powerful. Yeah. It's like hmm. He had everything but the Force. Yeah, I was like, it's not enough that I'm, you know, the most badass, smartest person in the galaxy. Yeah. I gotta move shit with my mind. Just wanted more and more power. Power gets you. Yeah. And power, power. And you know, and you know what? And you know what power gets you? Burnt to a fucking crisp. Just yeah. ask Darth Vader. Fuck yeah. What happened? Multiple times, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say I give this current season of The Mandalorian. I'm gonna give it a seven. I th I think that's fair. Yeah, it was a nice ending. I probably give it like seven and a half. I'm off of getting it on the. It was dope. Fuck yeah, there's definitely like three points there for just straight up coolness factor. Fuck yeah, and then you get to see it that long. Still. Yeah, and can I just say something like, I love Din Djarin. I love the Mandal like Mando. Yeah. But god damn, he is a terrible Mandalorian. Dude is constantly getting his ass kicked. Yeah. The fucking baby does more shit than he does. Fuck yeah, he's always needing help. Someone's always been to save his ass. It's like, like, this is who you guys want leading your people? Like, really? No, that's why, I think that's why he fucking... He, 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 he's, he's like, like yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm, I'm not a leader. I was like, I can barely... I'm always getting my ass kicked. I can barely fucking feed this kid right now. Like I just adopted yeah. this kid. Like I got my own problems. Like I just I get, yeah. You I know you know how my you know I, how my you know how much shit he shoves into his mouth. Yeah, I gotta go get my job back. Doesn't doesn't matter if it's food, rocks, frogs, babies, what frog babies, whatever. Yeah, this fucker eats all the time. Then I gotta go get my, like 
right. Well, I guess they stayed in check. No, he got us. Yeah, he got his house and went back to bounty hunting, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, I think he became. Uh... Like not really like a. What? No, 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 no. He's not a marshal. They rebuilt IG Eleven and made him the new marshal. Yeah. Because what's her name got got canned. Fucking yeah. Cardoon. Did he go back to bounty hunting, or did he was just chilling? Like... I think he's just chilling on his porch, right. being like, you know what, this is nice. This is nice. I got got my own crib. Got yeah. got a badass spaceship. Which the N one? Oh, ah. Like so I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the Razor Crest, because that bitch could take a pounding. But oh, that N one. Whoo. Yeah. Whew. I take a pounding. You just got him. Oh yeah, but yeah, good Yeah, and I'm I'm excited to see what happens next for like in the story of the Mandalorian because I know Dave Filoni is teasing a a Mando movie, like all the like all the events that are happening in in this current piece of timeline that we're focusing on are all gonna converge yeah. into and possibly an heir of the Empire movie. Which I would be very much okay with. You know, you get to see Ahsoka as, like, maybe they find Ezra yeah. and Sabine. You know, you yeah, get to see I Mando, see the I... man, Mando and Bo-Katan, Grogu, yeah. Boba. They all, they all joining up together, take yeah. on, taking on Thrawn and his new empire. Yeah, I could see it because I, I, I should, I definitely see a Robo Robocop or uh, Ahsoka. Um, Go into the Mandalorians or uh, Sabine. Sabine. Sabine goes to the Mandalorians, or she goes back and says like, "Oh," or they contact her and be like, "Hey, you know, we're we're, we're back. We're back on Mandalore. Building something like, hey, if you ever need, if, if you need a home, that, you need a home. Step by. I'm just like, oh, I am home, and then it's like, oh, oh, wait, we're Thor's captured us or some shit. Because yeah. Cause I mean, at the beginning, yeah, Thrawn was fucking. I was smart than Milana, like fucking two steps ahead of him a lot of the time. But they were just too damn sneaky. They were too damn. They were too damn wily. Yeah. Wild card bitches. And that wild card's name is Chopper. Oh, dude, I, lo- I love that little. I love that little maniac of a droid. He, he is a straight up menace, and and I love it. Fuck yeah. Dude, he actually he yeah. actually does have like a kill count on par with Darth Vader. Like think about how crazy that is. Like Darth Vader the most one of the most badass menacing Sith lords in, in all of Sith history yeah. versus a rolling orange trash can with explosives. Yeah. But I mean they all got to be in ships and like they put it's like you dumbasses put all your codes and shit in me like you know what I mean like dumbass <laughs> I'll just blow you up give me the our computer if I don't get this if I don't get this you know what I'll just I'll just remote remote explode the I, ship yeah auto destruct yep oh oh I can't get in this okay we got thirty seconds let's go like <laughs> yeah let's go we gotta go. What? You, you gotta go. I'm leaving. You ain't on the ship? Well, n- no sweat off my ass. No rust on my ass. Yeah. 
And then, you know, even even Donald Glover, or not Donald Glover. Well, actually, yes, Donald Glover is co-writing the his Lando series that's going to be coming out, too. And I think Billy D. Williams is teasing, like, some sort of involvement, too. So I think they are going to go the direction, like, I was hoping they would. Yeah. Like, it'd just be Lando over Poker Table, just, you know, swapping back stories. Oh, yeah. And have Billy D. Williams be, like, a narrator or something. Yeah. And jump like a quick back to forth, be like, be like, wait, did that really happen? Billy Dewey was yeah. like, be like, a, sm- yeah, a gambler never his- never shows his cards. Like him starting the story, and then it goes to fucking Donald Glover, fucking like, <laughs> I got this mission for you. Hmm. <laughs> What's the pain? <laughs> but yeah, that, that would be dope. Uh, I don't yeah. know when that's going to be coming out, or... Probably not anytime soon, given the state of shit right now. But no, dude, I'm actually incredibly happy with the amount of Star Wars content we've been getting the last, like, two years at least. Andor was a pretty phenomenal series. I don't know if you ever sat down and watched that yet. No. That one's a lot more grounded. Like, it's not all just... That's more like the espionage. The the espionage, the the spy stuff. Yeah. And then, you know... Which is something that's not really hugely... Looked upon. Yeah. Which is how the um, Rogue One, why Rogue One was so popular. It's like how the how they gained power. Like what was their like, you know, who were the people they were talking to, or like how do they like get like so get the information, yeah. trades, you know, trade the goods. Who they were, who they were really in contact with, like you know. What I mean? Yeah, you get to see you get to see the inner workings of the rebellion. Yeah, which is not really, which is not covered that much, which is. No, because everything's focused on the sky, space battles and the Skywalkers, yeah, pretty space much. Battles and lightsabers. So, yeah, and not even that. It's just like you know, we've been getting some good video game content with uh, Jedi Survivor, which was yeah. which was la- which was like uh, labeled, yes. which was labeled to, or at least marketed towards the next gen consoles. With but surprise twist, it's coming back. It's being released yeah. on PS4 and Xbox One, which is good for me because I don't want to, I don't want to upgrade just yet. I still want to be able to play. Yeah, I mean, it might not. It'll probably run like ass on my system, but fuck it, I'm gonna try it. I don't care. I, I want to play this game so bad. Hell yeah, I played uh, Fallen Order, so and it's the continuation. So like, yeah, start off with his powers and just like get it. Get him a little better. Which yeah, is dope. yeah, and with uh, Jedi, yeah, Jedi Survivor, he's already a seasoned Jedi. Yeah, which which is nice. I still want to see Cal Kestis live action though. That would be something I would love to see. Oh yeah. I mean, we saw we saw a little BD like a little BD a BD droid in live action when Mando was helping put together his little. His N one Starfighter, which was nice. Yeah, be like, hey, it's a little little chicken, little chicken droid from Fallen Order. I was like, hell yeah. Um, hey, BD's fucking dope. Dope little droid. Hell yeah. Yeah, definitely see it. If it, I mean, if they do do a live action, that'd be dope. Hopefully, heir to the Empire movie? Question mark. Or I know they're doing a third game in the Jedi trilogy. Oh yeah, yeah they're doing they're doing another one. Oh yeah, I mean, 
Okay, well, because the the story behind Jedi Survivor is that Cal is trying is struggling with with like the war and stuff is like weighing on him, so he yeah. feels the pull of the dark side. Yeah. Yeah, and trying to not get involved when it's like it's like you you kind of like, got to get involved there, bud. Because you're like the last Jedi, but not like the last Jedi. It's like it's eventually like eventually they're, they're gonna, gonna keep, keep coming after you. So it's they're like, gonna keep coming after you till you're dead. So might as well take the fight to them. Man, but it's like you're gonna lose a lot of people in this fight. It's, yeah, it's gonna be shitty, but it's gonna be brutal. Yeah. Especially if you're going up against Papa Vader. Yeah. That's why the boss fight in the first game is you running away from him. Yeah. All right. But yeah, so the Ahsoka series, we are very much looking forward to on August 21st with the two episode premiere. If you haven't watched Star Wars Rebels, I highly recommend that. Even if you plan on skipping the Ahsoka series, just watch it anyways. It's really good. Also, Tales of the Jedi, and just basically any Ahsoka-centric episode that you need to watch, Clone Wars, anything like that, just to get a gist of the character, if you don't know who the character actually is, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, she's... I mean, she started off, at, when she first debuted, she was one of the worst characters. Like, everyone absolutely hated her. Be like, oh, she's just a useless little girl Jedi, and now, and now looking back on it, she's the most popular Star Wars character now. Yeah. Like I said, it's like, yeah, when she started off and she made it, she um, made her premiere in um, the Clone Wars, right? The Clone Wars movie from 2008. Yeah. Which that movie is also terrible. The Clone Wars series, right? Nothing. No, the Clone Clone Wars movie did, she did make her debut in in the movie that pre, that was the prequel to the series. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Like, yeah, where they have really... to save, where they have to save Jabba's son. Yeah. 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 No, I'm not talking about like the 2003 like Samurai Jack Clone Wars. No. No, which that is also a really badass series. Wish they did more like that. Oh no, but yeah, it's actually when they, which is actually there, so it's like, yeah, and it's like. She was trained by the fucking best. And it's like, the best of the best. best. That's how. That's how, That's why I loved about uh, Tales of the Jedi too. Like you get to see her training, Anakin literally training her to survive Order sixty six. Yeah. Where most where most Jedi Padawans have to be trained by like droids and remotes. Anakin's like, you know what? No, no, we're get we're gonna get the boys in here. We're gonna get the clones. Gonna get line them up. <laughs> sure. <laughs> You gotta be like, cause get yeah. gang banged by by stun. That's basically what happened. Yeah, but I mean that he was training her because it's like, well, like I'm this, I'm I'm gonna train you for anything and everything. It's like when the stuff when shit goes off, like these are gonna be on stun. These are <laughs> these are gonna be on kill. So yeah, throw you to the wolves. Sorry. Yeah. But anyways, uh, that's about all the time that we have for tonight. So thank you guys for joining in with us tonight. He's Isaac. And that's Maddie. This has been the Game Over Hangover Podcast.